Jesus, light of the world. We've already heard about light this morning, light shining in a dark place through help of others. I wonder how often we sing something and we don't necessarily think about the words. What we've just sung now, we're asking Jesus to be the centre of everything, to be our source, be our light. I wonder what it means to each one of us for Jesus to be at the centre, to be our source, to be our light. Tim spoke last week of Jesus coming to light up the world, a light in the darkness. Why do we need light? Well, we can't see without it. One of the stories I love reading in the Bible is from John chapter 9, when Jesus heals a blind man. It's one of the two occasions when he talks about being the light of the world. He says, Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And you know the story how he spat on the ground and then put the mud on the man's eyes and the man saw. Have you noticed the reaction of the Pharisees? They were not pleased, particularly because this man was healed on the Sabbath. Legalism comes out everywhere, doesn't it? And they questioned the man about it. And I love his response. They even questioned his parents. And his parents said, well, go and ask him. He's old enough. He'll tell you the answers. But his response was, when they talked about Jesus being a sinner, whether he's a sinner or not, one thing I do know, I was blind. But now I can see. He could visually see. He'd got a light that he hadn't got before. And they were so angry with him, eventually they hurled him out of the the synagogue. And partly because he replied to them, we know that God does not listen to sinners. He listens to the godly man who does his will. Nobody has ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. I think it was more than physical eyes that Jesus had opened because he saw that this man must be from God. And then it goes on to talk about how he met with Jesus and he believed when he met with Jesus and spoke with him. His eyes were opened, he saw the light and praised and worshipped the Lord. He was blind, but now he could see. Another thing why we need light, it stops us falling over obstacles. We can ask God to show us the pitfalls and help us to avoid them. We're told, when when we're told things, to weigh everything. If a prophecy's brought, we're told to weigh it. It's so easy just to follow ideals and ideas. But we need that light of Jesus shining in our lives to show the truth, 
to reveal the truth so that we don't just follow this ideal or that ideal, but we see what is God's will. It makes the world seem brighter. You know, this time of the year, people start talking about the SAD syndrome. And yes, Christians suffer from the SAD syndrome because the light causes them to feel down. But with the light of Jesus, there is no SAD syndrome in our lives. It doesn't mean physically that we don't get it, but we can ask him to help us in those situations. But Jesus brings light, makes things brighter. Sometimes things seem really difficult. We've heard the situations in Syria and all of those places. And yet light is being taken into those places. The children are being helped through difficult times so that life is brighter. God is at work. It shows up the barriers. Sometimes there are ways that we can't go. And God reveals those to us. Just as he did with Paul when he was travelling. He was stopped from going to certain places. The Holy Spirit stopped him from going. Because God had a purpose for him and he didn't want him going that route. So we can see where we need to turn, what we need to do. It reveals everything hidden in the dark. As we ask Jesus to be the centre of our lives, he will reveal the things that we need to get rid of. The things like anxieties, fears, insecurity, hurts, legalism. Yes, even we have legalism. We stick to certain things that we've always done. And yet sometimes God says, actually, I want you to change. And it's as we walk close with the Lord, we see those things that he is revealing to us, if we allow him to do that. And it enables growth and maturity. As we spend time in God's presence, he reveals things to us. We've talk, Brian and I have talked before about a lady that we heard speak one day, who was part of a group of new Christians whose practices weren't necessarily the practices we would have. But whenever she asked some the pastor of the church what to do, he would say, go and ask Jesus. She grew through her relationship with Jesus. And so can we. As we spend time with him, he will reveal things. He will help us to grow. But Jesus, oh, I've gone too quick. (laughs) Jesus never forces his way into our lives. That's the wonderful thing. He never forces us to do these things. In Revelation 3.20 it says, Listen, I'm standing at the door knocking. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come into you and eat with you and you with me. Jesus doesn't say I'm forcing my way in. He knocks and waits for us to respond. That's important. Jesus also said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. 
never but we'll have the light of life if we're following him we don't ever need to walk in darkness what's it like in the dark well for a start you can't see where you're going you grope about trying to find your way around you bump into things quite easy have you ever tried getting out of bed in the night and grumping groping your way around the bedroom to get to the bathroom it's quite difficult at times but you can bump into things you might stub your toe and that's painful or you might even trip over because you've left something lying around you know these are the things that happen when it's dark because you just can't see what's happening and it's not a good position to be in can be quite scary in the dark but God recognised the need for light by providing us with light he created the light for day, the sun and the moon and the stars at night so even in the dark there is a little glimmer of light especially on the full moon nights easy to walk through because you've got the light there but when the cloud comes over obviously it's harder but you know sometimes we choose to go into that dark place that's our choice we don't have to but sometimes we do choose this summer Brian and I went on a canal boat and we actually travelled through three tunnels twice so six tunnels in all because we went there and back and as you went into the tunnel it was very dark and there was if there was no other boat coming then you had no light to guide you that's all you got if you were fortunate because if you had a tunnel with a bend in you didn't even get that little bit of light at the end of the tunnel you couldn't see where you were going you bump along you bump into the sides and (laughs) it was pretty tough trying to steer a boat a long boat through a tunnel like that and it really showed me what it was like in the dark and how difficult life can be but at least you could see that little light at the end and you knew that you were travelling towards that light and the further you went then the better it got you can actually see you can see the edge of the boat now because the light's getting nearer and nearer and and the nearer you get to the light the more it lights up there is light at the end of the tunnel we don't have to stay in the dark we don't have to keep those anxieties those fears those hurts all those things that we so often hold on to it's so easy to hold on to those things isn't it even those legalisms we hold on to because we want to just be in control but when we let go it's so much easier as we keep Jesus at the centre so we find that light and that light light shows up the things that we need to change just as our friend was told go and ask Jesus talk to him see what he's saying about the hurts the pains the anger that arises from those sometimes disappointments talk to Jesus see what he's telling you 
The psalmist says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And the NIV study note here actually says, without which we'd only grope around in the darkness. We'd be stuck in that dark place. But God's word is a lamp to our feet. God's Holy Spirit speaks into us as well. The Holy Spirit is there as a guide, a counsellor, teaching us all the things. Light shows up everything. We can hide in the darkness, be in that tunnel. It was wonderful when we got out. It was so bright and lovely and you could see everything. But light reveals in Corinthians 2, uh, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6, we read, For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ Jesus. God's light is shining in our hearts if we let it. As Jesus stands at the door and knocks, are we going to respond? Or are we going to say, no, I don't want that light? For me, I want that light to shine brighter. I want him to reveal the things that I need to change. I want him to show me the way to grow. I want him to be the centre of my life. I want to be able to say... Jesus, be the centre, be my source, be my light. That's my response. What's yours?